Welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the exact order that we ourselves talk about them. Hi. Man, it's amazingly fun to make this show every week, eh, Tim? Yeah, man, totally the most rad fun times, brother. If only there were some way that we could make this show at absolutely no cost to ourselves. There is one way. Desiree D'Souza? That's me, and I'm here to tell you guys about Patreon. What's a Patreon? Is it a platform that lets creators work directly with their audience to produce the best possible content? That's exactly what it is. Good job, Tom. That sounds great. But how does it work? By pledging a certain amount of money every month, patrons can help creators make their dreams come true. So people just give us money? Great. That does sound great, Desiree. But what's in it for them? With Patreon, the possibilities are endless. Do you like customized artwork? Yeah. How about cheeseburgers? Um, yes. Twitter shoutouts? Yep. Watching Frasier with Tom? There is nothing I like more. Well, you're in luck. By going to patreon.com slash up for discussion, you can pledge money to get all kinds of cool rewards. You mean like Patrick from Canada who pledged $5 a month? Shout out to Patrick one time. That is exactly like Patrick, Tim. And everybody who pledges $5 or more gets to suggest a topic or question for discussion on the show. How exciting is that? I am literally peeing my pants with excitement. (laughs) Me too, Tim. Well, hold your bladders, boys. We've got a show to make. So if you want to help support this show, head on to patreon.com slash up for discussion and become a patron today. Wow. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> so how does it Desiree how does it feel to be a corporate seller I hate that you made me do that <laughs> off of the set like I feel like a lot of people tuned in and then it started with that and they were like oh <laughs> well it's sorry. okay if as long as they give us money it's all forgiven and you, you know you'll get your cut obviously I have nothing yeah, pretty much <laughs> welcome to the show guys I'm Tim as usual I'm Tom as usual I'm Simon as usual yeah hi Simon <laughs> um, <laughs> Simon's away so well Simon's not away Simon's just busy so we've got Des yeah hey. Des is back Whee. as a, the most regular non-regular person I on our it. show <laughs> how regular are you I think this is my third <laughs> your third only your third Right, yeah, I think so. I think Tom, uh, never mind. Um, so, so, yeah, Simon's away. What it was just making, a scheduling <laughs> thing. I was making a joke about Shark Week. Tom, we, no. We, no. No. <laughs> Shark Week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shut that down. <laughs> so Shark Week is this, this lovely thing on Discovery Channel where um, they talk about sharks eating people, mostly. I think, I've never actually watched Discovery Channel. I used to watch it because there was a show called uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was Keegan Michael Key hosted it, and it was just like a funny no idea animal who show. Keegan Michael Key is, but it's a very white boy name. He's a black dude, you know Key and Peel. No way! Oh, that yeah. Key. <laughs> Key. It's Keegan. Well, Key. no, his last name is Key. Keegan Michael 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 Key. That's a great right, thing. We're gonna go somewhere with that. I, I'm sorry. It's okay. You, unless Desiree wants to rap. No. Yeah. <laughs> not today. Yeah. So how have your weeks been, guys? Mm. <laughs> not, not bad. Not bad. How about no, you? Guys? I feel it's good. I, so usually I'm in school and have work to do now, but I'm not in school anymore. I graduated, Ooh. Yeah. so I'm just working, um, which technically is work. But then I come home and don't have any work anymore. Think about this. Except all my friends are still in school, so then I'm like, guys, let's hang. And they're like, we have readings and stuff to do. And it's right. just like, oh. mm-hmm. but I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's been my life for the past, like, four years. Like, ever not... since I dropped out of college, I've been like, oh, I work full-time, and then I go home, and I'm, like, working more, but everyone else is doing schoolwork, which is less flexible. 
Mm. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. But then you like, like what you do is you tend to fill your void with just a million creative things. Yeah. That then you end up, <clears throat> you know, doing to fill the fact that you're not working, but then get stressed out about it as well. Yeah, exactly. It never ends. Yeah. And as for me, I'm just Maybe always look at better coping methods. <laughs> I'm just always not working, but then always working. Mm-hmm. So I have no separation between my work life and my supposed to be leisure life, which leads me to be unproductive and stressed. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine was talking about this actually um, just the other day uh, and talking about how like she recently ended up in like a full time like nine to five job. Uh, and her ex-husband has a very flexible schedule. Okay. Uh, and they were talking about it with each other because they're still friends. Uh, and she was like, yeah, like, I feel like now that I have the most rigid schedule, I have so much freedom to, like, stop working and just enjoy my life. And he was like, yeah, and I have the most flexible schedule, which means I never stop working. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of resonate with that because I have a super flexible schedule. And so I'm like, I'm going to work after this podcast is done. Yeah. Or I have a super flexible schedule and therefore I go to bed at like five in the morning. And then I wake up at one in the afternoon and I'm like, oh, but I, I haven't been productive today. And I also need to like warm up my voice for an hour. And so I do that and then I feel unmotivated and I get like an hour of work done and then I watch Netflix. And then there are things in the evening that I want to do. And then at night I also feel unmotivated and also my roommates are sleeping and I can't sing. So I just watch Netflix again and then I go back to sleep. Cycle repeats. Do you think you guys are just maybe bad at life? Like, I feel like that's <laughs> what we can get out of this. I'm pretty good at life. Just plan your life better. Come on. <laughs> bad at life. Wow. So, well, so Shots I, fired. I'm sorry. Okay, so I I got really addicted to Netflix and now I don't have Wi-Fi. Ah, that's so, a hard life. You no, gotta but fix it's, that shit. Well, no, I, I feel like it has been really good for me and I still like listen to content, but it's healthy content. Like, I mean, some, no, sometimes the podcasts I listen to are just for entertainment, but like I'm not addicted to them in the way Netflix is like very easy right. to get it does a, suck sort of you in. Well, that's it because Netflix, because it's a streaming thing, hmm. it like it's just infinite content. Well, not infinite. I'm sure there's someone who's watched everything on Netflix. But Shout like- out to my old roommate one time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. um, but there's like, you know, you, you need an award if you manage to do that because there's a lot of stuff and it's just readily available. Whereas with like podcasts and YouTube videos, yeah, you, you have to, to like seek those out a little bit more. Them. And yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, that just like autoplay feature. Netflix, a terrible, terrible mm-hmm. thing. iPhone Netflix does not do that. Oh, yeah? It's great. Yeah. It Netflix lets me stop. Well, that's true. That. That's yeah. true. But you still want to. You're like, well, that ended with a cliffhanger. Oh, look, the next episode oh, play. Totally. Yeah. Right there. yeah. But like I have to actually yeah. make that conscious effort to push the play button every time. Mm-hmm, and I'm like, enough. OK, good. Mm, I don't have that self-control. Yeah, regardless. I stopped having that, too. What? Now I read three books. I listen to a bunch of good podcasts. I learn. I cook more. I just do things more it's great you're an yeah. adult now i'm a real person it's the weirdest wow. feeling isn't it good at life can you like share me some recipes because i can share you the recipe i only know how to make one thing and it's a really good thing is this the chicken no thing you make? is this your, your bacon sauce? my bacon jalapeno spaghetti oh, sauce you, you put the herbs in too, too early i did put the herbs in too early last. and then i think i put some basil in at the last minute too because i was like oh yeah Wait, do you want to make this sauce and then i have two spaghetti squashes that i haven't cooked yet oh i have like a ton of this sauce if you want to bring a spaghetti squash over to yes. my place we can just put it and on then top we can like yeah because I, I made this gigantic vat of it last week and now Perfect. it's just like frozen away yeah because i make well because spaghetti squash is really easy to make super healthy and in season right now and i have two of them but i don't have any sauce and mm. so 
Well, if you feel like making it not so healthy, because there's a whole lot of bacon (laughs) in this thing. Bacon's not unhealthy. Eh, It's a lot of fat. Like this, the thing is with with making like a real bacon filled spaghetti sauce, you don't really need to put a lot of oil then because there's so much bacon grease for stuff to like fry in. But then when you refrigerate it, all the like like, solidifies. Yeah, because it's bacon fat. Like it's not not vegetable oil, right? So you Mm. refrigerate it, and it all gloms into these little weird fat balls. It's like when you, if you refrigerated missiles, gravy. Missiles, if you will. Let's use the proper scientific term, Timbaland. Missiles? Wait, <laughs> like, wait, balls of fat are called missiles? It's like, it's like, um. This is not something I've heard of before. I forgot how to spell it. Like now, and I don't want to say it wrong. No, it's like M-I-S-C-L-E-S or something like, like a Mis- missile. Miscles? And it's, it's when, like muscles, but It's when the layers not- of, so you know how it's like a fatty membrane with the phospholipid and then the two lipid sticks. Shout out to phospholipid bilayers one time. I don't know what any of those words <laughs> the mean. The fluid, the phospholipid bilayer is fluid and dynamic. Yes. <laughs> These are like things that they teach you in every bio class. And by every bio class, I mean every bio class. Sort of like the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Every bio class. I made a house track back in the day called phospholipid bilayer. And that was like the only lyrics that I had. It was just like, it was fun. It was the biggest club hit. It was, it was real big among me. (laughs) It's still on MySpace somewhere. Like it was back when MySpace was a thing. That's how old it is. I never had a MySpace. Me neither. You guys are young though. Uh, younger than Tim, high five. Yeah, it's like, easy to be younger than Tim and be friends with Tim, though. He's old oh. as hell. It's easier to be younger than hell is Tom pretty old, and date I don't know. Tom, though. Yeah, that's true. What? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't understand. Are you? Are we going to get into people's dating lives? Because you'd better tread carefully. <gasps> yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> How's that, is that Italian guy? No, because he's going to listen to this and know. <laughs> it's okay. We won't use names. Oh no, but my nicknames are not so subtle. But like, we won't use any kind of names. No. How's Bajurger? Oh, well, I mean, like... How's Danny? Oh, gosh. There is no Danny. <laughs> so we're free to talk about him. Just just insert person whose name isn't Danny into this conversation. No. no, no, no. Okay, what do you... This is, this is a further this reference is be to, like, to the Mindy Project. Is it? Oh, because, yeah, I am Mindy is often something people will say to me. And then my response is, that's racist. <laughs> I think I've said this on this podcast People before. tell you you're Mindy or they just it's claim Mindy for themselves? When we first started hanging out, we you know, eventually ended up talking about the Mindy Project. Yeah. And you were like, I'm totally Mindy. And I was like, OK, fair enough. No. OK, so it's something I've accepted. It's like, you know, when people will keep making a joke about you and then you're mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to go with this instead of be against it. Because she is awesome. I love Mindy totally. Calling and I love the Mindy Project. And, um, like it's, it's a good thing to say to someone, but then I don't think, like, I think if I wasn't Brown, people wouldn't make that comment to me. They would be more like, you're like Tina Fey because you're so funny. And I'd be like, oh, thanks. And like, anyway. Wait, is Mindy basically Tina Fey except Brown? No. No, Like that's the thing. She has like very, like, so, so she has like hilarious shenanigans with men, which is my current life right now. Nice. (laughs) And she, she's, you know, this young successful woman and i like to think that i'm a young successful woman and, she's um, very sassy and like streetwise yeah and yeah. i'm sassy and streetwise so there, there are parallels but like well i was saying this to my friend at work and she um is also a woman of color and she was like yeah fully people would not say that to you if you weren't brown even though it might be true so i you know anyway but i'll be like that's a racist and they're like that's exactly what she would say and it is so <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, it's anyway. okay. I mean, I get I get like Fat Leo a lot. 
I'm just, oh, I, you know, I so I can't unsee it now. Why would you share that <laughs> yeah. with me? It's too you bad. You do look like. <laughs> it's too bad because like Leo. Maybe Leo you DiCaprio, could win like, an Oscar though. <laughs> oh, shade. Yeah, because Leo like Leo has started rocking like the man bun and the big beard and the dad bud and yeah. everything. He kind of has like a big head too. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, oh, it's like I have a huge head. It's Leo fine. getting the dad fit. bod was when all the magazines were like the dad bod is in now. Yeah, but the thing him. is like I was fat Leo before fat Leo was fat Leo. That is true. Oh, and I and was beardy like Leo before beardy Leo was beardy Leo. <laughs> and I was long hair Leo. Like I was all of these things in like since high school. And this motherfucker is coming up now doing all this. <laughs> well, maybe since he's rocking that now, you can transition into being like Titanic Leo. Uh, but that involves a oh. lot of like weight loss and also anti-aging. I don't and think also, I'm ready for either of those and, things. And like eventually you'll just be thrown off a door that there definitely is room on. So yeah, like, but I mean, you really they go that's basically been my There's entire so love life so far. So <laughs> Okay, everyone says that, but like they sort of... They I, could I, have laid on top of each other. That is an unfair criticism. They both tried anyway. to get onto that door. No, they Maybe didn't he was just bad at getting on doors. I'll never let you go, Leo. Let him go. They tried to get on that door. He tried to get on and it was like tipping over and it was like, tried better they were obviously panicked and in shock and they just could have logically been like let's calm down a bit and then actually try to save both of us. it didn't it work worked. center of gravity center it of gravity worked. man well, it and wouldn't have been as beautiful like, but would the door would the door be able to actually support both their weight though like yes there was a room on it but would it actually support both of them or i would it feel like they sink? could have figured out a solution it's just besides, a door well now you'll die and like, i will forever be unhappy but then because the, my the husband pales in comparison same. to you for sure i love that okay movie, hold on though. but like how much do you think a door ways like a door that size give me like I'm an bad at estimating seven. things seven yeah about seven so like <laughs> if rose is like four fine but if leo is also like six or something presumably he a seven more. door is not going to be able to hold them but both. don't you agree that them being a little bit sub not submerged but if Buoyancy there was like laws, an inch bruh. if there was like an inch of water on the door they both would have still survived that's not how buoyancy works if it's sinking it's just gonna sink yeah oh you're right yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But I forget I think, my basic physics. I think he had to die. Yeah, I, I mean, for, he had to die for the story, but for like, so many reasons. Still because otherwise, yeah. Inception couldn't have happened. I yeah, <laughs> I don't. That's I don't understand movie. that movie. I'm just going to go no, on I record as saying that, that like movie. I didn't get it. I fell asleep like 20 minutes in, oh and God. I woke up and they were on Hoth, and I was like, "What is this shit?" Okay, so well, that, do you think it was a dream or no? I don't even know. Oh my goodness! I don't even know what to think. It was not good. No, okay, well, you fell down. You can't. You can't watch like a cerebral movie, fall asleep for half the yeah, movie, and then and then be mad that you didn't understand yeah, it. Like so that's not how these things work. Inception is one of the films that you need to be like in it. Okay, like don't go. Don't I am in it. Date to watch. <laughs> I'm Fat Leo. <laughs> fat Leo is not an obsession. <laughs> in, Wait, in was Inception, he was he Beardy Leo in, in Inception? I, I don't think, he, think so. I think like if you. If probably if you just did, like, P90X. Oh, that would be the motherfucker was stubbly, was he? <laughs> point of this shit right here are you still periscoping yeah are you periscoping anything other than your big mouth now i'm periscoping my big mouth usually i'm periscoping your big hands that's kind of weird why you why do you do that last time my hands have to just do interesting things last week on periscope i just made the the camera go on tim's hands for like 20 minutes Ooh, this reminds me of magic fingers simon which i never wanted oh simon we had a fun comment from simon yesterday uh the other was it yesterday no day before two days ago we were hanging out and simon claimed that he had magic fingers and then creepily moved his fingers had a very creepy hand finger motion i want to simon is really good at like subtle body movements Mm. (laughs) i think it's it's an actor thing like he's very good at like moving his body in specific ways he was teaching me how to do like the like you know that that fencing lunge Mm-hmm. On the way they do in like stage you mean, combat, you mean the lunge. 
No, like like fence fencing, like where you have the one arm out with the sword and the other arm mm-hmm. up with the dagger, and you do like the that's the still prance just forward. forward. It's still just called a lunge. But no, a lunge is like where you go down on your knees and you work out. No, your but I mean in fencing, in fencing, it's still just called a lunge. But that's why I said fencing lunge. Okay. Jeez, anyway, bro. there was a comment. Sorry, Simon's not here to be complete. needlessly nitpicky, so I'm doing it this week. <laughs> Shade. Hi, Simon. I like um, nitpicking. But no, it, he's very good at it. Like, uh, give it to him. He probably didn't I'm learn it that kidding, long ago. Don't. But like, yeah. in addition to being really good at small body movements, he's good at small. No, detail. he mentioned this. He's good at useless facts. That's true. Except when I take that away from him. Mm. <laughs> wait, wait. How do you take away someone's ability to be good at useless facts? Do you want to tell the story? It was pretty funny. S- Simon was attempting to tell us that. Um, so the useless fact that Simon was trying to convey to us was that the most common password is password, right? right. Which is true. Except I think one, two, three, four, five is sometimes more more common than it mm. but i mean it depends if you lump pin pin no uh, pin what do you call those pin, pin number. numbers pin numbers Holy. really just which pins. is yeah that's kind of saying pin number is like saying atm machine like okay it's, it's right redundant, anyway but, yeah um or cash money cash money <laughs> <laughs> that's not if you put a dollar sign in the h though then it means something different true in the H. In the S. I thought that too <laughs> so um, passwords then but simon only got as far as so we were already talking about passwords and Simon thought he was going to like drop this knowledge bomb on us. He was like, guys, do you know how... Password. Yeah. And, and that's that was, what happened. That and his face just fell like to the ground <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> it was amazing. It was very sad. Uh, Tim, do you got a story for us? Do I? I don't know. Do you? Um. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Um, I'm going to, but it's kind of a, it's kind of an academic kind of mathy story. Do we okay. want to start with something we sort like of funny? I mean, things. we started with an excellent promo for our Patreon That's true. page. We did start with something. It was a terrible promo. I really did not know that was going to happen. <laughs> uh, and I was the most corporate of all of us. <laughs> I mean, it's not, I don't know if this story will actually interest you guys, but whatever. I kind of think it's cool. Um, so there's, there's this like math puzzle. It's one of these math puzzles that's been unsolved for like 80 years or like so. Like the Pythagorean theorem? No, like a real math puzzle. Like a Rubik's cube? I'm, What's I'm the gonna, math puzzle I'm called? Gonna, I'm going to picture, it's it's called uh, Erdos's discrepancy theorem or something like that. Okay. Um, so the, the, the puzzle is, it goes something like this. So imagine you are, um, you are being held hostage by some evil villain of sorts, um, a, a tormentor, say, um, you mm-hmm. are you are on a cliff. You are two steps away from the cliff. Two steps ahead of you is a cliff that you will fall off of and die. Two steps behind you is a pit of angry snakes, um, which will bite you and do bad things to you. I don't like it. And your tormentor tells you, um, you need to write yourself a sequence of steps forward and back where you will not fall over the cliff or get eaten by the snakes. Okay, you have to write a sequence of 12 steps where you can do this, right? And you think that's easy, just back, forth, back and forth, back and forth, right? Like one step forward, one step back, you're safe. But the catch is that your tormentor can decide to only implement every second step or every third step or every fourth step or every fifth step or every sixth step, right? How do you even solve that? What a bastard. Fuck my tormentor. So the, the question is like, can you do it? So if you want to work out this problem, podcasters at home, Pause the podcast. Um, write write down what you think is a sequence of twelve steps that would allow you to survive this angry tormentor's wrath. I will let you think about that. Come back when you hear this sound. Hey, we're back. Cool. Wow. Okay. 
Um, the, that was an impressive amount of time you took to calculate that audience. Did you guys at home. work hard? That took real. That took a longer time than you should dance? have. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> your parents will be really disappointed when they find out how long it took you to count those numbers. To be fair, the answer is impossible. Like you can't do it. There's for for twelve steps. There's no solution. Um, but there's sort of this general mathematical open question of like, if you're like twenty steps away from the cliff and twenty steps away from the snakes, like, is there any sequence that you can write for like an infinite number of steps that will always keep you safe 20 so you just like or like not not necessarily 20 but like any arbitrarily large number like is it always the case that eventually you fall if the sequence is too long you will die okay and no one knew this for like 80 years but this math genius named terence tau shout out to terence tau one time yeah terry tau He's at, he's at MIT, I think. Of course he is. Um, I he, love it. He just solved it because he was he was doing something completely different. And he just put this, um, he, he like made a blog post about what he was working on. And some mathematician from across the world was like, you know what? I feel like that probably has some reference to this like Erdos discrepancy problem. And he looked at it and was like, oh, yeah. And then he just like dashed off this quick paper and solved an 80 year old problem. Wow. So I thought it was kind of fun. That's extremely attractive it's like, to me. <laughs> Terry Tao, holla at your girl. <laughs> I, can, uh, I can show you a picture. Let's, let's, can can uh, you tweet at him? <laughs> I don't have Twitter, so no, I can't. All right, Desiree, what Twitter. do you think of Terrence Tao? Good looking man? He's not physically what I would go for at first, but intelligence is the most attractive quality to me. Let, let, so. let me that is true. This show is, me this is Terrence Tao. Tom, would you go for Terrence Tao? Um, he looks like he's very young. He is quite young. How old is he? He's one of these people that like went to university when he was 14 or something like that. Of course. Oh. But also, I also don't do younger than my brother I'm pretty or my sure brother's he's, age. I'm pretty sure he's older than you, though, Desiree. Okay. Like, Which means he's older than Tom. Is he older than you, though? Because you're really um, old. Let's find out. Terrence Tao, <laughs> how old are you, man? We should yeah, ask Tim Siri. Like Tim, ask Siri how old Terrence Tao is. All right. Hold on. Siri, how old is Terrence Tao? Terrence Tao is 40. Whoa. Holy shit. I feel he like that's not the wrong 40. Terrence Tao. That's, oh, it's my right. God. Look, you can see his picture. He's 40? Yeah. Wow. Terry Tao, you looking good. Holy Damn, crap. Son. All right. So um, from one. Not only is he a math genius, he oh. has found the fountain of youth. Well, you know what they say. Housewives everywhere. Black don't crack. <laughs> He's Asian. <laughs> Well, Terry, from uh, from a fifth level YouTube celebrity to you, one of the greatest minds of our generation. Good job. Fifth level? Something like that. Okay, fair enough. Like fifth? I don't know. Would you would you put me at fourth? I don't know. I don't know how many levels are on YouTube. Okay, so like level one is PewDiePie, right? Yeah. Like Philly D. Like yeah. I don't know if, and then like Vlog Brothers, would you put them in like they, they're, they're probably they're I put still them level one. one. Yeah. They made like, vlog. What is the video? But like the level two conference is conference thing. They level two VidCon. is I don't know Thank like you. like like minute physics or like these people that are like the biggest things C- in their CG. niche, right? But right. Then so like the like game grumps, like they've got like a million subscribers. CGP great. Thank you. They've got like a million subscribers, but they are kind of niche. Like not everybody knows right. about them. And then the third level, like, third level is like uh, like Nate. Uh, what's his name? Nathan Zed. Nathan Zed. Like physics girl, like these sort of people get, and I guess I'm 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 fourth level. I'm like the one behind that. Okay, like basically, that. it just goes by powers of ten in terms of subscribers, right? You've right. got like the ten, the tens of millions, the millions, the hundreds of thousands, and then like the tens of thousands, and I'm in the tens. So what, what, fine, fourth tier. What tier are you if you have 133 subscribers? Mm, 
seven. Okay. All right. I can deal with that. <laughs> I would like to note that I have three subscribers on YouTube. I make no content. These people just follow me and I love it. So nice. Did nice. you, do you like, like a lot of things that are good? Because sometimes people will subscribe to people just because they to like a lot likes. of good well, stuff. Well, I'm, I'm not currently active on YouTube and I actually gained another subscriber in that time. Well, so interesting. Well, yeah. you know, did Jesus, you make like a playlist? Jesus had no. a lot of followers and he didn't create any content. So this is, that was, <laughs> wow. A, that was a turn. <laughs> throwing shade on Jesus for no good reason. <laughs> I'm not throwing shade on Jesus. I'm saying if Jesus can get a ton of followers without putting out content. It sort of makes he sense. He put out tons of content. Can. He just wasn't the filmographer. He didn't right? make any content, Tim. What do you call the Sermon on the Mountain? Um, I don't know. Charity work? Are you guys Christian? I can't really tell. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast where Christians talk about things. Where Christians throw shade at Jesus, apparently. Hashtag. I can't get over that video that SNL put out that Terrell keeps showing us. The... The Jesus Unchained video. Jesus Uncrossed. It's, thank you, so funny. And is, like, is the that quote a parody the on the Django? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's spelled so Jesus with a D. Good. It's, nice. just, it's just a funny video. And like, the best is the quote at the end, but I kind of don't want to ruin it. So go watch their content. Also, NBC, make your content streamable in Canada. That's my mm, biggest grievance with you and yes. your company. It's so annoying. Yeah. So, I, I just don't understand like, content like any tv network that doesn't have its content streamable worldwide bothers me yeah also you're based in in like america and we're next door it's yeah. so annoying like i would be less upset if i was very far away because right. like maybe what what is the theory that like they don't have the, the 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 advertisements won't be valid or something or like what what is the i think it's why the, would you want your content seen by less people if you're already okay with streaming it so the way that that works is that if you like let's say you have a satellite tv package at home mm -hmm. uh, and you have an nbc station on your tv um, that is actually fed through like city tv or ctv or global or something it's not actually fed through nbc directly so the local station takes that feed converts it into a canadian thing and will occasionally change the commercials and stuff right so the reason that they don't do that on the internet is because none of these companies understand that the internet and tv aren't the same thing ah uh, yeah fair enough i feel yeah. like it was just older people in general feel that way yeah well that's it because it's like it's not traditional media but they still treat it like traditional media so even though you know the shows they're making go on regular tv their web presence has to be sort of related to their tv presence so they're like, well, we're not going to make it regional or we're going to make it regionally exclusive because that's what we do with everything else. And it's dumb and stupid. And I, I mean, it. the thing is that I, I wonder also <coughs> if there are, I wouldn't be surprised if there are legal issues. Right. Because like Netflix isn't bad in Canada just because mm -hmm. they want to be. Right. It's because it's like it's just hard to get the rights to some things in Canada. Totally. It's like a whole other legal process. Except right. Now Netflix Canada has a lot of content. It does. True. But it's still Maybe missing good. a lot of stuff. I guess. Yeah. I like what bugs me the most is when I go to look up like an old SNL skit and it's just not streamable mm -hmm. in Canada. And also, so now a lot of things just aren't even on YouTube anymore. Like I used to mm -hmm. watch a lot of music videos on YouTube. That's not a thing anymore. They Drake's still, in, like Vivo still does stuff. Yeah, but not for a lot of the big artists. Now they have their own sites that you then need to pay $5 a month for. Uh, and I like, and like, I'm sorry, no, I'm not going to pay that. Or yeah. like, like for example, Tidal or whatever, like that, that bothers me. Yeah. And it's just yeah. not how like the music industry right now is working. But it's yeah. it's how mu the music industry worked in the past. And so there's still like it's still people trying to like grab onto this sort of. Right. I feel like services like that that I enjoy are 
like that I enjoy the concept of are Apple Music and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like I did the, I'm doing the free three month trial for Apple Music, and then I'm gonna three s- months. It's free three months. God damn. It's actually it's so it's Whoa, good, cool. and I've thought about actually buying it after because they gave me the free three month trial and I got to properly experience it. Except mm-hmm. now I don't have Wi Fi in my house, so it kind of is like because yeah, because a you're lot wasting, of the, you're wasting your months. Well, yeah, well a lot of the things you can do you need Wi Fi for. And then you can download them to your phone. But it, it's it's awesome. And well, I, I love SoundCloud. It's such a good service. Um, and Apple Music takes that and charges you $10 a month for it. But then also adds all this really cool content, these like curated playlists. So, for example, I really like electronic music. Mm-hmm. And Disclosures are, sorry, Disclosure, who recently dropped a new album, which is fantastic. They're like curators on Apple Music. They have a radio show okay. on their the Apple Music radio station where they play the stuff they like. They'll put out all this like exclusive content. And it's I think it's worth what you're paying for. Hmm. And Spotify has all these curated playlists and all the, this content. I think it's it's worth paying for. Has, but you something th- has, like, like, has SoundCloud sort of been clamped down for that? Because I know for a long time, like yeah. DJs would just put on like an hour long mix on SoundCloud that mm-hmm. was like none of their own music. But it was like, this is my personal mix. So like, it's mm-hmm. okay. But that's got to be copyright infringement, right? Like, there's no yeah. way you're actually allowed to do that. I like SoundCloud for, like, people that can just put their music on there. So, for example, Flume, which everybody knows I'm obsessed. I'm so obsessed with Flume. Sorry, do you like Flume? I, can't I love him it. so much. Flume? Who's this and his Flume music, character? Oh, my goodness. If there was one person right now who I really, really, really would meet, I, like, straight up would not choose a politician or anybody like that. I would choose Flume. Why would you Flume? choose a politician? But I don't I know. A lot of people are like, Barack Obama. Ooh. And I'm like, wow, you're so intellectual. Very like, quickly, whoa. while we're talking about politicians, mm-hmm. I would like to use this as a moment to officially announce that I am running for president of Canada. Okay. So oh, if my gosh. you are voting in the Canadian elections on October 19th, uh, please feel free to write my name in on your ballot. Uh, I will be doing it. And several other people will also. I will be writing my own name on the ballot and also encouraging everybody else to abandon the Tom Zalatni platform and elect Tim Blay as dictator of Canada. Thank you, Tom Yeh and Tim Yeh. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. One I of the, the things, Kanye. Because, ah. you know, he's running for president. No, he's, he's just got bad it. vision and wants to get LASIK. We've covered this. Oh, right. <laughs> what right. happened? Kanye 2020. Wow. <laughs> oh, dead. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so I'm running for president of Canada. Des, what were you saying? I don't remember. Back <laughs> to the flume thing. The flume thing. Something about flume or flume. apples or I don't know. Maybe it was Patreon. It was or... you want to meet Flume instead of meeting the president. Terry right. You already met the next president. He's right here. Oh my gosh. Juan, if you are not living in Canada right now, know that we don't have a president. We have a prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good thing to say for sure. Make sure people know this. To, if you actually audience. are a young person in Canada and you don't vote, I don't like you. We're oh, not going to be friends. I'm I gonna might be very, not vote. Tim, it no. Might, it might not be my fault. I just, like, no one has sent me a voter card. You have, you to, have to register. You have to go register. Online. Come with me to register. Aldrick and I are registering together. Just go I have online. to go in person, but I'm still going to go do it. Okay, I should register. Cause, People cause, like, fought in the, for so- In the past, they've always like sent things being like, hey, you're in the riding. It's like, your social responsibility but, to like, vote. And I've a just lot been of, waiting for no, that and is. I haven't got it. And like a lot of politicians will just be like, oh, getting the youth vote doesn't even matter because most of them don't vote. And it like hurts my heart, especially if you're part of a minority group. People literally died for the mm-hmm. ability to, for you to be able to vote. Like go vote. Even if you don't know, even if like on election day, you're like, well, I don't really want to go for it 
like and vote for anybody abstain but go in person and do mm-hmm. that because it's yeah. disrespectful to not and well, also every so serious about this every ballot that doesn't get written in um is just money that they can like get refunded on or whatever exactly um so if you want to kind of give a big old fuck you to your local politicians uh you just go and write bullshit on your ballot because they can't get money back on that well, the other, and the other thing is that if you do, like, if you like some fringe party or something and you think that all the major politicians are bullshit or whatever. Vote like, for that party. You yeah. can vote for the fringe party. They will not get elected, but they will get money from having gotten your yeah, vote. Yeah, like, your That's vote exactly doesn't it. make a difference. And, like, ugh, it just, it bothers me so much. And voting in Canada is so easy. Honestly, it doesn't take that long. Yeah. Max, it's taken me half an hour. I'm really excited because my polling station is in my backyard this year. Awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah, the church Sweet. behind my house yeah. is a polling station. And I just found out the other day and I was like, this is fucking great. I don't have to miss work. I can literally right? do my job all day and come home and yeah. vote. And apparently, so when you vote in the States, I guess you vote on like a lot of things at once. Yeah. I, like I've never voted in the States. but It's so a large I, form. Yeah, it takes, it takes a while. Here, you're literally just checking off one box yeah. for your mp so please go vote super like gonna take that time to stand on my soapbox and yell at all of you young people <laughs> welcome yeah. to the new section of our podcast desiree's soapbox desiree is Des- angry what brand of soap do you use oh dove i love dove nice nice do you have a preference of scent it's just like the dove original the but original. i found out nice. dove is also made by the same company that makes axe and i kind of was yep. like oh, i hate mm-hmm. corporate is it, are they under unilever Unilever, Unilever, or Procter <laughs> and Gamble. Yeah, because I, I, I feel like there's only like two companies. Right? It's like Procter yeah, and Gamble, and like Unilever. everything is under that. But it's it is kind of hypocritical that the people are like, "Women, you are beautiful, no matter what you think." But there's the same people that make the Axe ads. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, no, so objective. Corporations do not have like morals. They have bases right. that they pander to. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, so. why also not being part of like the TV generation or not even having Wi-Fi? Like, I never hear ads. And if I'm hearing ads, it's for other NPR podcasts, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. which I'm totally fine with knowing about. So it's it's really nice, actually, because I'm sorry, the media sucks. It still sucks. And yeah. like, I don't like ads. I don't like I don't like it when when companies just like prey on people and they're and like use all this psychology. No. So mm. I'm glad that our generation has moved away from that. Yeah. I use Dove lilac soap. Is that Ooh. the pink box? Yeah. Man, I don't like that. It smells weird to me. The thing is that I don't use it intentionally. It's just that like two years ago, I was at a Filipino Christmas party and there were a whole bunch of like th- random prizes that they were giving out for people to go up on stage and do random stuff. And so I did some random game on stage and I won this gigantic pack of Dove lilac soap. (laughs) And it was such a big pack that that I have been using it ever since for two years. It was great. I love that they they gave you soap. And just so much of it, too. That's that's such a typical door prize. Once when we were little, my brother and I went to one of those like Christmas party events with like a church like community. Yeah. Uh, Except it was for like the going community. And this was in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And um I gutlessly cheated and I'm so proud of this moment. <laughs> but like, basically the game was that all the children had to like collect these balloons. And the reason I cheated is because there was this guy and I forget his name, but he sucked, this like little kid. And he was just like, a l- picture the most 
annoying little kid in the world like that kid from your childhood where you were like you were not a good kid i was that kid no you weren't tim uh. you were this you were the shy homeschool i was also the really sure. annoying you, kid. you can't have been that kid because you didn't have social situations to fuck up <laughs> only with my brother that was the only uh, yeah oh gosh but yeah so there, there's all there's always that one kid right and all the other kids are like oh but for some reason he has his like posse that will like enable him mm-hmm. and then he turns out anyway so and then he later sells drug pretty much. But yeah. yeah, he was like, he was so annoying. And he was like, I'm going to win this game. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, you're not. So, so you had to collect these balloons, I guess that were like around the room. So I told my brother to collect balloons and then I collected balloons. And then we went like in a corner and I gave him all the balloons. I collected. Yes. And I was like, go forward. And then just like say that you collected these on your own. So obviously we won. <laughs> and people were like, how did this kid get that many balloons in the short amount of time? Wow, no because I cheated. No because I cheated be and I don't regret it at all on like with this game when I was little. What but did anyway, you win? So, so my brother won, but he ended up coming back and he was like, we won Tupperware. <laughs> and my mom was like, yes, because it was like this really good Pyrex Tupperware, I guess. But we were just like, that was so like anticlimactic. For I wanted a kid, to win sure, But like, you know, you think Some of your Tupperware. mother. But it was yeah. a children's game. <laughs> yeah, but put on and really for the adults. The children already <laughs> got the game. The, the adults get the prize. Come on. Oh, gosh. You want everything? I think we still have <laughs> selfish the Tupperware. Child. So well done. I was not a selfish child. No, you're no, selfish she, looking back she, at your child. She was not yes. being selfish. She was being selfless and stopping the dumb kid from winning. Yeah. and, and my, She's Batman. My, but what you. if that dumb kid was so Batman. evil because his mom never had Tupperware to give him and he was always malnourished at lunchtime. There's other issues <laughs> in that. Issues that me not giving the balloons to my brother couldn't solve. <laughs> well, so Dove Lilac Soap, eh? Yeah, oh right? Gosh. That's the one that smells like 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 menopausal women? Possibly. But what do, you, do menopausal women smell? Dove like? Lilac Soap. <laughs> That's horrible. What? So, what? So, Is that well known? No, that was just... I. I experienced for a long time that like that was a very specific smell. I didn't know what it was, but I would always smell it on like women over forty. Lilac in general, just yeah. lilac as a concept. Yeah, yeah. I'd never smelled that on anyone other than women over smell forty. To you? Yeah, and so one day my roommate came home, and Sam is colorblind, okay. so he or like at least mildly. So like he just picked up whatever dove he found in the in the store mm-hmm. and brought home like four boxes of it, and came home with four boxes of the lilac soap. And I was like, okay, I guess we're just gonna use pink soap for the next like two months. That's yeah. fine. And he was like, oh, I didn't even notice. I'm like, I know, it's fine. <laughs> um, but we took the first one out of the box, and it smelled so weird to both of us. And we were like, what is this? <laughs> I figured out it was the smell that I had associated with menopausal women That's for hilarious. such a long time. <laughs> and so I just smelled like that for like most of this past winter. That's okay. okay. Have I have I ever told the uh, the um, mothball story on this oh, podcast? The mothballs, no. But go did ahead. Did you end up telling the rat story? I'm pretty. Did I? Ever, I told the rat story, right? Oh man, the there's a whole lot of Rachel stories. I might never tell. have told the rat story. So Rachel was not a girl. Rachel was a is a street in Montreal. And Rachel was a woman. Ew, not, that was so gross. Not a girl, like... not yet a woman, mostly a street. Don't um, ever say that. <laughs> but we, so this, this apartment was great. It was like, no, it was like right on no the park. No validation. I'm it was, sorry. It was right, ac- right across a, a church. It was like 250 a month per person, like super cheap rent because there were three of us living there. Uh, the only problem with it was it tended to have plagues of various kinds. 
<clears throat> so we would get the uh, the plague of ants and the plague of beetles and the plague of moths and the plague of rats. The plague of rats was bad. We'll tell that story sometime. Um, but the plague of moths was really the worst one back in the day before I lived there. And so my sister who was living there at the time and her roommate had decided they really need to get rid of this moths. And her roommate took it upon herself to take to like buy a big gigantic box of mothballs. And like the moths were everywhere. They were in the like the kitchen cupboards. They like open boxes of cereal and find like little like Ugh. moth larvae in there and stuff. No, so her goodness. her so she put mothballs <laughs> everywhere. Like all the kitchen cupboards. What exactly are mothballs? So you know they the smell s- real bad. Do you know the smell of old people? Yes. I know I know what mothballs look like, but what's what does a mothball consist they're, of? They're basically these these like balls of chemical that like slowly evaporates. Um, but it just produces sort of this toxic um, gas in the air that, For like, moths. yeah, the, okay. the, the moths really hate. Like, it's toxic to humans too, but moths are a lot more sensitive right. than humans are. So they're like, don't put it in your food, mm-hmm. but like, put it in your closet because your closet will smell like mothballs. But whatever, you can wash it and then you kill all the moths. Okay. But she put so many everywhere that stop filming my hands. I was gonna um, say the periscope feed is gonna be very dim. Yeah, so that just for years, our entire apartment smelled like mothballs constantly. And you know how, like, when you have a smell in your house, you smell it for maybe 10 minutes, and then it goes away just because, you, like, you get used to it, right? But so you everybody walk in. else can smell it still. But, yeah. So ev- when, you, when you came into our house, you'd smell mothballs for a while and then, like, forget about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, except that a lot of the times, like, if we left cereal in our cupboards for too long, it would just, like, soak in the mothball taste. Yeah. And then, it, oh, it was the worst. But there was this one time I remember that I was with my girlfriend at the time and we had we were like at someone else's house and it was someone's house and there were there were like mothballs in a closet. And her immediate reaction was just like we were like, oh, oh yeah, what does that smell? And she turned to me and she said, oh, that smells just like you. Oh, like, no. Oh. You she associated mothballs with you. So apparently just constantly I smelled like mothballs because I was out. Whole, yeah, because yeah. you smell kind of like where your house smells. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. I'm really sucks. glad like I'm glad I moved into that place after it stopped smelling like mothballs. That's true. We had a big clean. You spree. lived in the cesspool as well. I lived at Rachel. Yeah. yeah. For two months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just briefly. I would pay a lot more rent to not deal with the plagues. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I think I moved in there just as a transition between my first apartment and the place that Tim and I lived in after that. Yeah. And that rent wasn't any more. It was a little more. Not much. We had so many people crammed in there. We were paying like 350. 275. Mm, Ma'am. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. I was that's always paying three fifty, so, so maybe I was food. overpaying. That's, that's what? Really... You were definitely overpaying. Yeah. God damn, Claire. What? You just got <laughs> out of oh no, no, no! It might have. Oh, that's true. I think it was more last year because we had the two apartments and we split it evenly seven ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But when you're splitting it four ways with mm-hmm. just the apartment, that yeah, yeah. Your now. your place alone is probably two seventy or yeah, yeah two fifty ish or whatever. Mm. But the two places. True, true. Someone else have a story? Yeah, my my first story is that I'm going to say bye to Periscope now. Bye, Periscope. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. Support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash up for discussion. Fuck, man. My arm's tired. Um, so, guys, do you guys know about the global goals? Ooh, you have a prop. I Ooh. brought a fucking poster, y'all. Now that Periscope now is that off, Periscope we have a visual A. <laughs> it's just for so us. Great. It's okay. for us to look at. I don't know about what you just said. The, the global, global goals. goals. So, the global goals. Um, so, like, 25, 30 years ago now, I don't remember exactly. I think it was, like, 1995. Um, 
the uh, the United Nations basically put out this thing called the Millennium something. The Millennium project. Goals, wasn't it? Yeah. The Millennium Development Goals or something. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and basically, it was um, a bunch of goals uh, that they had set to like reduce poverty and decrease hunger and improve education and stuff uh, throughout the world um, by 2015. Yeah. Uh, and they've done like a surprisingly good job with it. Like a couple of those goals, they actually hit. Some of them, they got close. Uh, one of them which was the like ecology one of like not destroying the planet. They sadly did not get close to it all and actually things got worse. Right. But like most of their goals they did pretty well on and it's because the world united on that front, right? What were the goals? Do you know any of the goals <coughs> that they actually did really well on? Yeah. Um so like uh like pregnant women and babies, uh the like death rate in those situations is lower than it used to be. Awesome. It's like, yeah, it's a good like 50% lower yeah, than it, it was, it's like, start, which I think was, was the target, right? It was like reduce it by half. Yeah. So that like they succeeded at doing like a really good job at that. Uh, they've made education more accessible worldwide. Uh, it's not perfect, obviously, but they've made a huge progression in that since the 90s. Um, I can't remember. I think that the poverty rate is slightly lower. Yeah. Well, the poverty, poverty, like <clears throat> the rate of extreme pover- poverty in the world <laughs> has been dropping while the number of people in poverty has not been getting smaller. Right. Like, sort of since the 60s, like, there's constantly been about a billion people living, like, below the extreme poverty line. But the world's population has also doubled. So, like, the rate is dropping, but still there's a lot of people in poverty. Yeah. So, it's like, there's still a shitload of poor people, but it's a smaller percentage than before. So, it feels like progress. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's this new thing that they just voted on this past Friday um, to put into effect called the, um, I think it's just the new like global goals. I don't remember what the exact name is for yeah. it. Um, but I, it's basically the new set of those because that goal that they had set like 20 years ago comes to an end at the end of 2015. The global sustainment, sustainable development goals. So the global STDs are, nope. Geez. SD- D- SDGs. SDGs. There you go. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Global STDs. Yeah. Sustainable. <laughs> Doles. Doles. Uh, so the global SDGs are uh, are now a thing um, that are going to be worked on for presumably the next 20 years. Um, cool. What are the goals? Well, uh, that's what this handy dandy paper that we have in front of us is. There are 17 of them, which is kind of cool. Uh, and I thought it would be fun if we went and just kind of looked at them and thought about like which ones we think are realistic. I think the second one is not going to happen. Okay. The se- well, so the first one is no poverty. The second one is zero hunger. Yeah, same hunger. with the second one. Like, these are, like, those are, like, expletives okay, so, that are very yeah, strong. that's true. No hunger. Like, no, no hunger and no poverty. Happen. It makes uh, well, me sad, but, but it's what not. What they, what they yeah. mean by no poverty is no people listen, lifting on less than $1.25 a day. So, yeah, that's not, like, no poverty. It's no, like hyper extreme poverty okay. yeah that's what they're trying to like trying to eradicate yeah <laughs> um so yeah so no poverty zero hunger good health and well-being uh which is more speaking i think to like people who are like malnourished and also people who are malnourished in the opposite direction and like generally just you know you mean overnourished concerned. yeah well that's still a type of malnourishment right yeah like, if you just eat bad food and get really huge as a result, like, you're not starving, but you're also malnourished. It's a different thing. I don't know. Yeah. I guess. So. I don't know, I don't if, know the, if the I, term is malnourished. I wouldn't agree with the, the word necessarily, but yeah, I agree with the concept. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just um, not being healthy. Yeah. It's true. 
I don't know. Um, badly nourished, at least. Uh, Stop eating your cheeseburgers, guys. Yeah, what are you doing eating those Cheetos? Put that bag down. <laughs> uh, number four is quality education. Uh, number five is gender equality, uh, which they've already taken way further than like before this year, right? Just right. like America for being cool with that. But I feel like often with gender equality, people are like, oh, that's fine. And I'm like, it's nice that you feel it's fine in North America. Yeah. But like, it's <laughs> definitely not fine in, say, India. So. Totally. Yeah. But I mean, other parts like, of the world are way behind on that. Come on, guys. Step it up. North America's doing it. No, but it. even even here, it's not. <laughs> wow. It's no, not. for sure. For sure. But There's I've, a lot that is still left to be done despite the jumps that we have made. But that was de- that was in the Millennial Development Goals, too, I, I mm-hmm. believe was like probably especially in terms of like educating women and like like getting getting girls educated as opposed mm-hmm. to men like the gap is gladly going like coming way up yeah, yeah. it's getting which is good it's getting better but there's still a yeah. lot of you know i down. i feel dumb because just now i was looking at the word gender equality and thinking that was talking about like like gay rights which it isn't although no, maybe in some way it probably spills into that but Okay, yeah, no, It's never only because there's an equal sign. We have not sign. made jumps in that. <laughs> I redact that statement. We have not made jumps in that. It's, it's because on the, <laughs> little, on the little graphic. You were speaking about gay rights I was, you said I, we'd yeah. made jumps. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was thinking it was talking about like LGBTQ I, stuff and I was like, we've done like a lot of Oh, and of that's why you said America because yeah. I was like, what? No, like, okay. Sorry. <laughs> gender equality is not the same thing as... No. Yeah, okay. No. So I mean, related, that and, but. but even so, with with gay rights, like yeah, there there have been a lot of like there's been a lot more progress in America, but still in other still parts, a like lot Russia, do, yeah. for example, huge yeah. steps back. Absolutely, yeah. And I think when you're talking about like achieve gender equality or something, like the only the only way that you can make it sort of like a UN goal, for example, is to sort of do that on like the legislative front, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, or like the the thing that shows up in statistics, right? So mm-hmm. like you say like equal education for women and men or like no explicit discrimination in the laws or stuff, which is a good benchmark, but also obviously there's a whole lot else that can go on in an entire culture. Yes. That you that isn't reflected in like statistics. So yeah. yeah. Okay, what's the next goal? Uh, number six, clean water and sanitation. That's such a good goal. That's a really everybody. Good goal. Yeah. And I think that there has been a lot of work done on that in the past 20 years, but probably there is a ton left to do as well. Like oh. most of it by Bill Gates, it seems. Yeah. yeah. He's done some rad shit. Well done, Bill Gates. Yeah. Well, if, Shout if, out to Bill Gates one time. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Gates, do you listen to the podcast? If we get Bill Gates listening to this podcast, man, um, Patreon. (laughs) Man, if Bill Gates found our Patreon, I bet he would just like mess with us and just pledge a dollar. He'd be like, fuck it though, it's Bill Gates. It would still be so cool. He'd be like, now live on this, like all the children in the world. Yo. Oh my gosh, that was terrible. Yo, if you know Bill Gates, tell him to hook us up with a dollar a month. I bet he would do it. He's got a lot of money. Yeah. I forget how much he makes in a minute, but it's, like, it's way over. And the thing is, like eight thousand dollars or yeah. something. It's like here's the thing, like listener to this podcast, you are probably like five or six degrees of separation away from Bill Gates. So and please, Kevin Bacon. So please, just forward this, like take this link to this podcast, put in an email, forward it to the person you know who's like most likely you think to know Bill Gates. Ask them to forward it to that the person they think is most likely to know Bill Gates. 
We'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Guys, we're so thirsty today. <laughs> I am the thirstiest bitch. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, what's on, the seventh one? Des, can you see that? It's a little too far no, for me. my glasses are off. Ensure access to affordable, to reliable, sustainable, and modern energy. Affordable and clean energy. Mm. That's so... Okay. I am such a big supporter of that. Like, I th- like my dream is that in 10 years, everybody will be driving electric cars and everybody will have solar panels mm-hmm. and we don't use fossil fuels because fossil fuels are just stupid. They're like this depletable resource that is bad for our environment. Plus, it gets rid of our fossils, which are fucking cool. Why would you want to get rid of those? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Um, I, oh, I'm, I, I would be I, I'm sort of more cautious on the solar panel front because right now we don't know how to produce solar panels in a way that's like not really yes. destructive to the environment yeah which is kind of problematic like mm-hmm. if you're going to make enough solar ce- solar cells to like power the world it, there's going to be a large initial cost in like we did a bunch of shitty things to the environment right and but, then you won't have to anymore because right. all the solar cells are made <laughs> but like eh. right so if we could find a way to power the making of solar cells sustainably i, I really i i personally just don't see why right now made right now um you know well, I they're was not informed about this. They're mostly silicon, like doped with very particular substances to make it really absorbent of sun rays and mm. like to make it this strange like photoelectric conductor thing. But I'm not sure about the acu- actual process. But I think it, it's refining like the the trace elements that go into it that is really expensive and like okay. full of waste. Yeah. What's Elon the next Musk one? fixed that one. What's also, Elon, Elon, if you listen to this, I'm a really oh my big God, fan. If, Elon Musk, if you're listening, <laughs> $1 a month. Elon Musk is also the other person I'm obsessed with besides Flume. Actually, I would probably pick meeting Elon Musk over meeting Flume. Yeah. Wow. He, he created PayPal, right? Yeah. And so, also some other stuff. So I think so. <laughs> and SpaceX. And yeah. SpaceX. And Tesla. Well, he's CEO of Tesla. Now. Yeah. yeah. I think he's so wonderful because there's, there's like an interview you can watch where he's like, I could have like sold PayPal and then just bought an island yeah. and then just lived on said island. Yeah. But I wanted to actually contribute to the world. And I was like, yes, because <laughs> so many people have wonderful brains, but they're just lazy and they just want to like relax on an island for the rest of their lives, which like, I'm sorry, like, no, contribute, please, yeah. like, please contribute to humanity if you can do that. At so. least buy an island for refugees or That's something. It. Yeah. Like, like, I can't, I can't oh, imagine retiring. refugee crisis. Honestly, like, we talk about, like, pe- like, Elon Musk, like, makes shit ton of money off his first project and then moves on and does other cool shit. Yeah. I get it. And then, if, I yeah, can't, funds like, that project with the all the money he made earlier. And, like, he yeah, still yeah. lives a nice life. But, but like, but like, regardless of like how much you make, like I, I you can't keep giving back. I can't imagine stopping working. I just can't. Like, I think I'm going to be one of those people who never retires because to me, the idea of like no longer having a job is so boring. Yeah. Like I think so everybody needs a know. vacation and I'm not saying like you should always work. Oh like, no, totally. Vacations to are great. But like for like four days at a time. Yeah. But like. <laughs> Well, so there's a ton of people who's just like their lifestyles are just based on like instant gratification and like, oh, I'm going to go play tennis now. Marjorie, do you want to summer with me? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, you should not. Te- <laughs> you should not summer with Marjorie. Yeah, Marjorie is bad news. It's but just like so annoying. <laughs> I think I think I mildly Tom, I think I mildly disagree with you on retirement because well at least from sort of like that selfish vantage point of like what am i going to do with myself Mm -hmm. because you think of what you and you and i are working towards right like what we're trying to do fame well really like what what the the striving towards fame at least for me 
is is mostly just trying to be able to do exactly what you want to do yeah and get paid for it right totally like it's trying trying to do like the the best things that you can think of and make a living at it so retirement like if you retirement is sort of the go to if you didn't get to do that right right then you can retire and you no longer have to make a living doing the thing that you really want to do. You can just do the thing you really want to do, right? Yeah. It's not like lounge around all the time. I think that... So wait, you guys just really just want to be famous? No, no. We, we, want to, we want to both be successful artists. Yeah. Which right? entails being famous. Yeah, it's like we want to be just famous enough that we don't have to struggle to continue to make the things that we love making. Okay, because yeah. I yeah. always joke with people that actually I would really like to be an actor and like... I think it'd be fun, but I would never pursue it because I would hate, hate to be famous. Not to say that all actors are famous, but if you're a successful actress, then generally you are. Well, not and generally. Just, There's a lot of successful actors and actresses who don't get that famous. Oh, I guess. But like, but by nature, like you're featured in all these tabloids and you have all these mm-hmm. random people like commenting about your life and it's just not for me at all like i'm my instagram is private like yeah, yeah, you no. know what i mean like i, I just, don't get private instagrams <laughs> but that's another story really but that's, i don't get it why would you make your I, why would you make your social media private i don't understand because then you've, you've only heard, you've my heard of facebook right yeah that can my be. facebook is public <laughs> everybody who wants to go to facebook.com slash Landmaster, and you will find. I'm not even kidding. I got Land that. Master. That is my Facebook URL. You go to Facebook.com/slash/Landmaster. You can see 100% of the things I've posted. That's that's but admirable. That's, like, but that's I'm, very you, right? For me, it's just a way for me to stay in touch with friends, and I don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to have random people know about my life. And even Instagram, like, if like if I feel like that you're being negative on my Instagram, or like I know that you're, for like anyway, I know that like you're following me not because you actually want to but because like you're friends with someone I'm not close with and you guys mm-hmm. are gonna like make fun of me behind your, like I'm not gonna accept that because I think that I don't need that in my life I don't need right. you looking at like my my baby pictures or like a picture of me on vacation and just being like oh she's so annoying I don't want that and so yeah I don't know I don't know I think the other thing for you Desiree is that like you're the only one out of the three of us that has sort of like that you're going to have like a professional life Sort of, or, or, and like a professional image to curate, I right? Think, in sort yeah. of a way that Tom and I, if we if we are going to have to worry about that eventually, we're kind of screwed. Yeah, uh, because but like, <laughs> are so many th- silly things and like dumb yeah. shit. Always, like this, for example, this podcast. Yeah, we've said a lot of dumb shit on this podcast. Well, right? I also think I'm you like, guys say intelligent things on the podcast. True, totally. but like, that's, that's our like if someone was looking for dirt on us or like a reason not they to could, hire us. Yeah, you know? right. So like could. for you to you know trying to be a doctor, like you kind of need a bit of a curated image online or like yeah. stuff <laughs> that like you don't want your employer knowing everything about your life. Wait, for you sh- want to be a doctor? Well, I d- well I don't actually know. <laughs> I definitely like, well, I don't know. I want to be, I I like the idea of being a doctor and I like that I'd be able to help people in a very specific way. And I think like being able to, for example, operate on someone is such an amazing skill that so few people can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also kind of like, I like working in management. Like I, I recently got a job at a, like a, a, a big company and I like that. I like you know, I like to, and I've always sort of seen myself like, you know, in that kind of way as well. And right. then I, and then I also, you know, when I was younger, wanted to be a writer and wanted to be an actress. And so I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also 21. So whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter that I don't know. <laughs> doesn't matter yet. Yeah. But I definitely want to be something like, I don't want to be famous, but I want to have like 
like Tim mentioned, like a good image online. Right. But at the same time, like I didn't change my Facebook name when I applied to schools right. because I have nothing to hide on there. Yeah, like you totally. can go on there, you can see pictures of me hanging out with friends, you can see me on a night out, but like I'm like, that's me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing anything compromising and I'm not like, cause that's how, who I am. Right? Except for that one photo from the Christmas party. <laughs> oh, there's snap. no photo from the <laughs> Christmas party. Except for that one photo from the Hanukkah party. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I like to think I'm very open, but like at the, well at the same time, I just, I don't want to be famous or I don't want like random people. Yeah. That's, that's not like, like the f- it weirdly, I mean, it's sort of double edged, but for, I guess as the most famous person on this podcast right now. Ooh. Sorry. Um, like the fame part of being an artist is kind of in the negative column. Like totally. It's, yeah. Like it's, it's, I want to be able to make art and people like it, but I wish they could do it. And I could also, they could Just also live like, your life. They could also like not know who I am. Like I, I mm-hmm. like like CGP gray and like minute, minute physics, like Henry, like Henry's a little more showing his face these days. Yeah. But like those Daft guys, Punk? like no one has yeah. seen CGP gray. Or like what if Henry those. is part of Daft Punk? He could be, I oh. think they're French. I think they're French. I, I think they're French. I also think that Henry was maybe like five years old when they started. Yeah, he's not that much older than you. eh? <laughs> no, not really. He's older. He's a lot older than us. Cause we're, you know, but Daft Punk started you. in like 90, early nineties. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I think that's so cool because you've retained your anonymity. You can just still live your life. Like you can yeah, walk yeah, down right. the street and nobody knows who you are. Nobody's totally. judging you. You don't walk down the street and know who Gollum is. You don't walk down the street and know who <laughs> Darth Vader is. Those guys. Why are you trying to make our deep conversation? <laughs> I do know. That's my bit. That's the thing I, I do. Know, my I brand is I'm the dumb do. one. Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. Come on, Tom. You haven't watched the prequels? <sighs> Shit. Who do we want to? Oh, you ruined this for everybody. Oh, we should get through the rest like of these. Eh? Yeah. One time. So the next one is decent economic growth yeah um which is arguably the least decent? important i know nothing about the economy okay. how do you grow the economy uh, i don't know produce buy, like buy really boats. produce more stuff like yeah i i think as a non-economist that like all growing the economy basically comes down to growing more food mm-hmm. because ba- what people are really looking for is to get more like they want guac in their chipotle without having to pay extra for it like you need you need more <laughs> things that people really need and that's going to be the basis for everything else right because yeah. if you're making a fancy cell phone it's made by people who are working because they need to eat yeah um and so like if you you can afford that then it's because right. they can afford to eat so i don't know mm. i to me in my very simplistic world of economics the only way to really grow the overall resource pool of the world is to just make more food mm. but i'm probably wrong economists fix me on this yeah I, I, I guess decent work and economic growth must also have something to do with like wanting to not have sweatshops right like decent work means work that yeah actually pays, i like, like that they a know. lot of these goals they they use an adjective or a, like a, mm-hmm. a word in, in front of it that just like take, takes it from being just like an okay goal to like something i'm really commend yeah. them for making because yeah. yeah like um ethical purchasing is so important and i feel like a lot of people don't really care but when you really think about it it does make it it makes a huge difference if nobody's buying things that are produced by like sweatshops then that's like obviously going to change and the reason it changes is by you making the very small act of buying ethically and like anyway totally my soapbox is (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so number nine is industry innovation and infrastructure um number 10 is reduced inequalities 
which is an interesting. That's, I feel like a lot of these are very broad. As well. Yeah, but I think I'm they're sure there was a big, broad. <laughs> but also, I'm sure there was a big like document for each one of oh, them. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. If you if you go to global gorb global gorbs dot patreon.com slash global goals <laughs> if you go to patreon.com slash gobble gavel i'm a turkey uh no if you go to i think it's globalgoals.org. there we mm-hmm. go um you can actually see all of these laid out with really like pretty pleasant graphics uh, i think simon would like these graphics simon yeah. um, would and if you scroll over them uh, it gives you the option to click on each one and see like a shitload of information about what they are that's awesome i'm definitely actually gonna check this out yeah uh, so number 11 is sustainable cities and communities. Number 12 is responsible consumption and production. Number 13 is, oh, so that's what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 13 is climate action. So like environment. Okay. Things. So important. It Super bugs me so important. When, when Obama, the correspondence dinner was like, some people still don't, don't believe in like that climate change is a thing. I paused my YouTube video that I was watching down and was like, what? And yeah, Googled true. it. And yeah. What? Are you serious? Super true. Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh, um, number 14 is life below water so fishes and things i love the ocean so much i don't trust the ocean but i like the ocean it. is scary but we do need it that's it yeah um just at a distance from me <laughs> number 15 is life on land can you expand on that because that is like the broadest thing <laughs> just <laughs> life on land life on land no life in the like, water is the broadest thing well, life on land is a small part of the life on earth right no but like life in the water means like clean oceans yeah. not dumping like I can, well, I can think of things that relate to that what does life on land mean don't cut down the rainforest yeah okay. not, like killing the honey badgers preserving <laughs> preserving land-based ecosystems okay. i imagine okay um peace and justice strong institutions we is really number 16 need to work on peace. or maybe that's strong institutions that are strong in peace and justice i guess Mm. I don't know. The weirding on that one's a little odd, but that means like, you know. The NPR summary of these global goals for that one just says, in other words, we should all live in harmony. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean. Like some of these are so idealistic, like no poverty. That's incredible. (laughs) All live in harmony. Get your shit together. Everyone who ever fought a war. I would like world peace. (laughs) I had one wish. Basically, this one is world peace and no violence or corruption of any kind. Yeah. And then oh, the seventeenth, the seventeenth goal feels sort of like a cop out, but also really, really necessary in order to make the other sixteen work. And it's called partnership for the goals, which means everyone actually fucking doing it. Which Basically. honestly <laughs> never happens with these UN things. Totally, like, and it, it, but it, that it bothers also means me so much because they're like great ideas. I f- sort of feel like the UN is like I'm. I'm going to say this, and people are going to yell at me, but like. I feel like it's kind of a pointless thing now because just nobody listens to them. Like, like they're all fired. really good. There are all these really good like ideas or stuff. And then countries will just be like, no. And then there's all these inner politics mm-hmm. with the UN and then somebody vetoes somebody else and nothing happens. And like, I could not be in international development studies because it would just make me sad all the time. Like, mm-hmm. and, and so like, Anyway, I hope people change that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we can like work together to make the world a better place, as cheesy as this all sounds. Well, that's it. And like that's the thing about these goals. And that's the thing that makes like the progress that has been made since the uh, the previous set of goals was put into place. That only exists because of a combined effort, right? Right. Like, yeah. And these goals are only going to be successful if there is another combined effort and people get their shit together and agree to work on them. Even if they have arguments between themselves, even if there's wars going on, if these countries are all working toward these things, I think 
things will get better. Well, the thing about the thing about that final goal is that it's not like it's it's not just everybody work together. It's like specifically, hey, you like rich country with lots of extra stuff. Don't cop out of these because you say that, say, like China or India won't do their part. Yeah. Because you're the one who can do it. So help them (laughs) out. Give them the resources to be able to do it (laughs) instead of just being like, well, it's not going to work. So, yeah. Right. Um, Which is the same thing that shout out to Pope Francis one time. Yeah. Oh, my God. His album is fire. Yeah. The one track he put out. Have you you heard it? The Pope Francis Prague album? No. Yes, he's releasing a progressive rock album. It's 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 a, another progressive. So it's just I can't a progressive tell rock if you guys band. are joking or not. It's a progressive rock band worried. where there's like long instrumental sequences overlaid by like highlights of Pope Francis speeches. It's and pretty, he's releasing it. It's like it's like Vatican it's coming approved. from the it's, Vatican. It's definitely Vatican approved. He's Which like is actively so promoting good. It. Well done, oh, well done. And the, yeah, they put out a track, and it's pretty good. It's pretty my fun. favorite part about Pope Francis is when he says things that have literally been said by other popes and other people in the Catholic Church for like hundreds of years. Yeah, and, and then, then everyone's like, like, "Oh my God, look he's at so how he's changing the Catholic Church finally!" And I'm like, "You did not actually read about the Catholic Church, oh did you? You sort of just had these opinions." But mm-hmm. also, the last thing that Pope Francis really put out, like his big letter, was a lot of this stuff. Actually, these like development really? goals kind of stuff. He's like it so was, it was really about like, hey, you rich countries, step up, freaking help the poor countries, yeah, to make the globe good. And also, climate change is real, guys. Let's do something about I, it. I can't <laughs> believe we should, people we should don't keep think the, climate change is real. We should keep science to the scientists. Though, am I right? Yeah, the Pope shouldn't tell you how to live, <laughs> just how to go to heaven. I love. Oh man! So on on the track that they released from the thing, yeah. Um, when he's talking, I had completely forgotten he was South American. Oh yeah! Until I heard him speaking English, and I was like, "That doesn't sound like an Italian accent." <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh yeah, right." <laughs> yeah, Argentine, 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 Argentine. A lot of a lot of there's a whole thing in the U.S. Argentine. right now about how they're super mad. A lot of people are super mad at him because he's going to be speaking Spanish right. for a bunch of the his lectures. Or how dare, dare he speak, he speak his speak native not tongue? Not English. <laughs> I bet all those Spanish. people. I bet all those people fucking love watching Narcos on the Netflix. <laughs> Hashtag American Pope. Well, guys, thank you for. Are we listening. done? Yeah, we've hit oh. our hour mark. Well, thanks for inviting me and not hearing my story. <laughs> what was your story? Gutless. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, you'll have to come back. I'll just loaf to hear. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. You'll be back. You're yeah. like our guest. What you're you're, our, you're guest. Our unofficial fourth host. Oh. Unofficial. Token woman. So this has been Up for Discussion, guys. Color. If you want to help out Up for Discussion, you can go to upfordiscussion.com slash Patreon and subscribe. <laughs> so close. Especially if you are Elon Musk or Bill Gates. Do that. Yeah, remember to uh, rate and review the show on iTunes. Um, Subscribe to us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Uh, You can also watch this on YouTube if you feel like it. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to go like it on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Tom Zalatni. You can follow us on the Twitter at DownWithTalking, at Tom Zalatni, at Acapella Science, at KnowTheOtherSimon. Des uh, Desiree not, doesn't have a Twitter. So. Des is not I on will Twitter. maintain not having a Twitter. It's the one <laughs> social media platform I'm not on, and I'm very proud of it. Uh, Des, can they follow you on anything? You can follow me on Instagram, unless you put out bad vibes. <laughs> but at Desiree Disease, I'm sure we can be friends. 
if you want to be friends with dads, follow her on Instagram. Um, guys, thank you so much for your continued support of our show. Uh, if you want to support us even further, you can go to patreon.com slash up for discussion, uh, pledge to donate any amount of money that you want. If you're in the States, you can donate as little as like 78 cents a month because I'm that's pretty what sure they can actually donate like a, a cent if they want to. Oh, maybe. I don't know about that. I think it, it doesn't have to be full dollars. In so order like... to get the $1 perk, it will only cost you 78 cents, which is crazy because True. that's what a dollar in Canada is worth to you. Uh, we are lesser. So make sure to uh, head over to patreon.com slash up for discussion if you want to check that out. There's a lot of cool stuff you can get. And anyone who pledges over $5 get to sub- suggest a thing for us to talk about on the show, which is awesome. Ooh, I love suggestions. You get power over our speech, kind of. Yeah. It's dangerous. Dangerous. Okay, bye. Yield. Do you want to do it? Yay.